Hi, I'm Peter Mullen from Mullen Natural Health Centre. Have you ever thought about coming to see a naturopath but weren't sure if we could help? Why not try our free 15-minute phone consultations? Call 4961 4075 or go to mullenhealth.com.au for details. We are back with Peter Mullen and Health and Wellbeing. And uh, Peter, we need, need to jump straight into our topic today, foodfulness. Uh, can you take us to it, please? Well, Mark, one of the um, big things that I've um, aware of or notice and around people and food, patients and food, and we're probably all the same, is that we've lost... Um, so the whole point of being more mindful of what we're eating is also about being mindful of the amounts we eat. So it's was, all about portion control, isn't it? Absolutely. There was a study done a few years ago, and they had some people, and they surveyed them. They put different size um, evening meals in front of them and got them to choose what they thought was an adequate or healthy amount of food to eat at one session. Mm-hmm. And everybody picked the food serve that was a third to two-thirds bigger. <laughs> was I in this survey? <laughs> well, so, we, so, so what about like when it comes to a pizza? Is, is an entire pizza a, a, a serve for one? Oh, look, well, again, they're, they're just bad habits we get into, like... Mm. You and I were talking in the break, and, and we both agree that if we order a pizza, like we'll eat the whole pizza, yeah. whereas a healthful amount, if you're going to have a pizza, um, would be to have like, you know, two, two serves or three, three triangles and maybe a nice big salad with it. Well, what about if you just simply cut down on the thin and crispy crust instead of having the <laughs> thick one? Is that, is that No? If it makes you feel better mentally, <laughs> then um, yeah, there's some relevance in that. But Fair cool. you know, one of the one of the um, big challenges for us in the Western world is that you know, glut, like there's just too much. There's a there's a glut of food around. There's just too much food available, and um, we've lost the we've we we eat a lot of us eat because we're stressed, and when we're stressed and eat or comfort eat, like we actually eat. We think we're eating because we like the taste, but we're oftentimes eating because we want to stretch the stomach which actually causes a release of endorphins in the brain that makes the brain finally calm down. So it's sort of feeling really full or stuffed is what makes your body go relax. Okay, so it is all related there. It's so all it's an in amount. the mind. It's an, yeah, it's, a, it's chemically, it's a chemical reaction in the brain we're getting from stretching the stomach and really, you know, and, and so, it's, it, so stress eating obviously like that is bad for us on a number of reasons. You know, number one, we're going to have, trouble with our weight management long term and you know over the over the years again you know so many of my patients have lost weight and so many people i know lose weight but you know 99.9 percent of them put it all back on hopefully not that high percentage but people put the weight back on because they'll say to me you know oh that diet didn't work and i'll say what do you mean that diet didn't work you lost 20 kilos and they say yeah but when i went back to my normal diet all the weight came back on again Uh uh-huh yeah. So that's the that's the challenge is you, you, if you've lost weight and you're finding what now helps you to maintain your weight, that's why we're all about making new habits like retraining ourselves that we don't have to eat as much as what we did, particularly as we get older. So there are <clears throat> there are some habits to perhaps get out of. What about eating on your two feet? So being eating on the run, that's not good for us. Well, it comes back to that mindfulness. You know, everyone's on about mindfulness. We need to become more mindful of what we're thinking and feeling and what's actually happening. I, I, I like the term, you know, a good step towards mindfulness is foodfulness. So this is a challenge for everybody out there. Every time you put anything into your mouth or every time you go to eat, stop and just think about what you're eating, why you're eating it, are you hungry? And even then, don't, you know, unconsciously we'll often stand at the counter, shovel, hoover a heap of food down and then race and keep going. So we're not being respectful, number one, of the, the food, 
we're not allowing our body to calm down and our digestion to actually relax and be able to digest our food. So the idea is never eat on two feet. Not only is it bad for your um, digestion, it's also bad for your stress level. So I always say, even if you're going to have a bit of cake or a chocolate biscuit or even if you're going to have junk, put in a bowl or on a plate, sit down with it and just enjoy the fact that you're slowing down to eat it not eat unconsciously we're just shoveling it in so that that really can be the trick can't it think about how you're eating and how long you're going to spend on the process of eating particularly if it's bad food yeah yeah and even even if it's bad food even if you choose to eat something that you know is not necessarily good for you don't feel guilty and shovel it in and then eat twice as much as what you normally would put on a plate sit down have a bit of a think about why you're eating it what you like about it you know, you might even be able to come up with some alternatives next time that you might try something that's a bit healthier that's still going to give you a similar taste and sensation. But it's just being, it's just not, you know, being at the supermarket, buying your petrol, going to pay at the counter and thinking, oh, I'll get a chocolate bar while I'm here. Or, um, you know, ordering pizza in at home and because you normally would order two large pizzas for the family, order one and, you know, try and have a big salad with it as well. So, but it takes it takes a while to retrain ourselves not to not to overeat. We did touch briefly on eating on the run. Why is that bad for us? Well, again, number one, you're likely to eat more than what you really need. When you're busy, when your adrenaline's running, um, or your nervous system's running. <coughs> excuse me. Um, um, interestingly, all the energy's gone to your um, larger, like your, your your limbs and your heart, and ready for the for being busy. But it actually turns off or turns down your digestion. So if you're rushing, your digestion's turned down. If you then shovel in a, a big wrap or a couple of wraps, have a big drink of water with it and race out the door again, that's just going to sit in your digestion all afternoon, causing indigestion, bloating, irritable bowel. So in a way, you kind of trick your body into thinking that you haven't eaten. Yeah, you do, because your body's Your body prime, works against you, doesn't it? Your body oh. is not your friend, it's your enemy. <laughs> our body is our friend. It's our head sometimes that's not... not necessarily our friend how true how true that is peter taking the biggest yawn i've ever seen he opened up a, a Mark, space time I, he opened up a I space can't time get away with, i can't oh, get away with anything you opened up a space time vortex right there i thought i was just going to get whoa, whoa i'm over here now peter well i've just I've am just, i boring you i've just finished three we, days we give of, you a platform to come over and promote your little program with your your little ways and you just oh we're just too boring for you. <laughs> i do um i have just finished three days of doing juices Okay. So I might be just a touch on the tighter side this morning. Well, you're not Actually, get... no, I feel, really, I feel really good after doing three days of Just Juices. Peddle your excuses elsewhere, little man. <laughs> move on. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. So we're talking about food fullness today, some of the things that you – some of those habits to get in and get out of. Um, a couple which – one of which I just can't get rid of and one I can't accept happens in real life. One is eating in front of the TV and another eating in bed. Well, I think um, that's a, a apart from you, that's mm. a very common phenomenon. Eating in bed, particularly, well, eating in bed. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. As as Riley was just saying, he's too lazy to get out of bed. So if you can marry up bed, TV, and food, you happy got days. <laughs> potentially, potentially. So, why is that a bad thing? Apart from the fact that we're just going, is it go back well, to that thing where we're talking about you just feeling good? Yeah, well, I think um, it goes like eating in front of the TV, like. Mm. You know, putting a movie on and thinking, right, what can I have to eat? You're not eating because you're hungry. You're not eating because you want any nutrition. You're eating basically because of how you're going to feel when you eat. I think in my entire adult life, I have eaten 
99.9% of my meals at home in front of the television. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, with uh, only a couple of rare exceptions that I can think of. And I, I know for myself, this is something you get into. You just, you you eat until the program you're watching finishes. Yeah. And that's where it's a problem. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I and again, you know, just a couple of rules around food that, you know, really seem to suit like some people is only have your three meals a day. If you eat between meals, just have a piece of fruit. And if you're going to have, going to have a meal off track or a cheap meal a week like pizza, have it on a Friday night, but every other day don't have don't have a packet of chips or don't have a cream biscuit or don't like just try and Monday to Friday eat really clean. Mm-hmm. Maybe Friday night go to the go to the local club or go out to a nice restaurant and um, have a meal. Allow yourself to have whatever you want, but then come back the weekend like you're back on track again. So it's not eating well doesn't mean that you can never have those other foods, but when those other foods creep in and you're having them every day. And so with TV in bed, like if you get into the, they're just bad habits to have. So it's a good idea to think, right, no food in the bed. And, you know, and for your main meals, particularly sit up to the table, you know, maybe play some music, um, put your knife and fork down between each mouthful, enjoy the taste of your food. We'll get more onto that in a minute. But yeah, you don't want to link food and enjoyment, uh, food and entertainment. I think I think that's the big link, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, and it's an easy enough thing to break. You just have that rule that, and particularly for young families, like so many young families these days are losing that knack of you know kids eat at a different time, mum might eat on a home on her own, dad's home differently. If you can't all sit to a table and have dinner, that may not happen every night these days because everyone's so crazily busy. But you know, try and have family dinner one night a week at least, where everybody sits at the table. Have a chat, take your time, discuss whatever what everyone's been up to, and just you know eating needs to be you know an enjoyable, relaxed, you know even social sort of event, not necessarily something that you do unconsciously and mindlessly while you're watching TV. Just while you talk about it becoming part of a, a family thing again, and 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 not sort of autonomously on its own with entertainment. I guess part of that is also learning the art of chewing slowly. As simple as that sounds, it's something we've lost the knack of. Uh, look, absolutely, and and chewing, eating, eating, chewing well, eating slowly, um, and again, what the, even this whole topic today, I was thinking about beforehand. It, it sounds all like common sense, but this this is chewing well, eating well, chewing well, eating slowly is actually one of the big steps towards recognizing how racy you are. Like uh, so many times, people will eat and they'll they'll hoover down a whole wrap in two seconds flat, so they've not tasted it. They're mm-hmm. still hungry. They still feel like they need to eat more food. So chew well, eat slowly. Um, number one, you get more nutrition. And as we've said before, food needs to be chewed to a paste before we can actually get the benefit from it, get the energy we need, get the nutrition. Um, that chewing, it stimulates all your digestive acids and enzymes. So if you just bolt your food down or gulp your food down, you don't turn on your digestive tract. So the food then just sits in your stomach then for the next couple of hours. Um, so it stimulates your digestion, turns your digestion on, you get the nutrition from your food and it's a good way of just checking in where you're up to nervous system wise because if you make yourself chew well and eat slowly, you'll actually recognize that you're slowing your nervous system back down. You don't need to be in a rush just to have your lunch. Good afternoon, Tom. You've got a question about food for Peter this afternoon. Yeah, g'day Peter. Hi Tom. Yeah, 
I'm uh, wondering how I, I can get my wife to put on weight, actually. Well, she's in the rare minority for, for, um, for starters, um, yeah. wanting to put weight on. Um, a couple, yeah. of, couple of things. Does your wife only eat small amounts of food? She eats exactly what I eat, and I'm putting it on, and she's taking it off. But, okay. Um, she's been on medication, all these sort of medications, because she had a, uh, a car accident a few years back. Yes. And she's doing it religiously, doing a medication, medication, evening primrose, and all this other stuff with it. And now the doctor said to give her such a Every day she has morning and, and afternoon. And uh, I just don't know. She doesn't seem to put on an ounce. Yeah, okay. Look, well, a couple of things. Obviously, the doctor's on board with um, trying to work out why she can't put weight on because, you know, there are some other things that, you know, can contribute to why someone might have trouble putting weight on. Um, yeah. But um, I would I would start with if, if her digestion, I would start by trying to improve her digestion for starters. Yep. So it burns even more effectively. So things like lemon in your water first thing, apple cider vinegar in a bit of water before meals. Apple cider vinegar, yeah, I think yeah. that's good. Yeah. So that helps just to improve the appetite even more. And then you need to look at increasing things like um, your complex carbs, things like brown rice, sweet potato, uh, white potato, um, and also increasing your fats. So you don't want yep. to, like sustagen's not a, not a real nutritious sort of food supplement, but it'll help increase yeah. the calorie input. But look at where you can increase the fat. So things like butter, olive oil, coconut oil, avocado. Yep. So every meal, try and get her to increase a little bit of oil if she can cope all right with that. And things like yep. um things like nut butters are really good to have a snack between meals of, you know, some um, rice thins or corn thins with some um, almond almond butter or cashew butter. Or you know, celery sticks and cashew butter. So, just thinking where you can increase the fats. Yep. Uh, so like celery. Yeah, that's. I didn't think yeah. that would put on Yeah, celery. Yeah, celery, celery won't. But you have it with the nut butters, which are a, a good source of fats. Nut butters. Yeah. Yeah, and you just get them from the uh, supermarket. Yep, supermarket or health food store. <laughs> Oh, okay. Wonderful, Tom. And just as a final one, if none of that works, I think I may have a couple of kilos your wife can have from me if she if she wants them. <laughs> no worries. Glad we could help, Tom. Look, uh, back with food fulfillness for you, Peter. You've got one more point you want to bring out today, and that's we'd like to sort of sometimes think we're doing the right thing by having a big glass of water with a meal, but that's not necessarily the right yeah, thing. No, either. look, absolutely. Like if you, your idea is that if you're eating, you want to eat. So if you're thir- if you're thirsty while you eat, it's probably because you're dehydrated. And you need to drink more between meals. So I always say, you know, drink at least 15 minutes before, one to two, one, one hour after. Um, because, again, it dilates, dilutes all your digestive secretions. You know, I've said on the show before that at 50, we have half the stomach acid we had when we were 20. So you don't want to be eating a meal, particularly if there's a lot of protein, and then dilute all of that acid you're trying to produce to digest it with water. Okay, thank you very much, Peter. Some great <laughs> advice there. You, I, was, I had the microphone off because I didn't want to cough too loudly, and uh, I've been paying you out all day, and it's finally come back to haunt me. Uh, that is that is true, probably. I'd say karma at work, ladies and gentlemen. Look uh, to finish up today. Some talks that are coming up uh, from today. It's Secret Mother's Business. What's that all about? Yeah, it was a What's secret. A secret? <laughs> <laughs> um, Carly um, McKean, one of our naturopaths, is having a, a free talk on tonight for mums that want to learn about what to feed their kids, particularly things like um, tips for lunch boxes, etc. So that's on tonight, and um, people can find out more about that by getting onto our website or calling the office. 
And um, on 10th, the 10th of October, I've got, we've got one of um, my favorite talks for the year, um, Natural Remedies for Gut Health, feeding, featuring a fermenting demo. So on the night, we'll be doing a demo of how to make um, sauerkraut uh, kombucha, which we've not done before, which is, do you know what kombucha is? I have no idea. Oh, it's very exciting. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to bring you some of that in to try. Um, and coconut right. yogurt I'm as your well. guinea pig. If it, if it doesn't <laughs> taste too well, here, Mark, have some of this. You'll, you'll love it. Well, people will be able to see on the podcast what happens to you Of course they will. Course they will. Have it. So yeah. that'll be live radio. Wonderful. All righty. And next week, uh, Peter, back on the radio talking alternatives to milk. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Sounds good. And if you'd like some details uh, on those talks, you can uh, make your way to uh, mullenhealth.com.au or call Peter Mullen on 49614075. Thanks, Peter. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you, Mark. And just as a, a quick finish up, um, we had actually 830 people participate in our free Healthy Habits Challenge, which is a phenomenal effort. And it's still available for this week. If, if you haven't done it and you'd like to give it a go, Download it this week because it'll be going off the comp- off the and website after that. Isn't that the the biggest number you've had? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. phenomenal. Well done on that. And congratulations, yeah, it's everyone, been for taking really part. good effort for everybody taking part as well. Alrighty, thanks, Peter. He'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to this podcast from Two NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business, and travel. You'll find them all at twonurfm.com. dot